What's up, Moonbeans? Happy Wednesday, y'all, and welcome to episode 196. Always forward, never backward. In today's episode, we will talk about, you know, experiencing people's true colors and some fun and interesting ways, if you will, fun uh, and interesting ways to, you know, tap into that, to explore that, to, you know, be more aware of when the true colors are taking place and you know, being aware of what you may need to do for yourself in that process during that time. So if that's something that you're interested in, stay tuned. We're going to get into it. If you are new to the podcast, what's up? Salutations and thank you kindly for being here. I really do hope you enjoy the show and I'm just most grateful for your attendance. Thank you. If you're coming back for another episode, what's up, cuz? What's going on? I hope you're feeling good. We have been through the week, and I'm just grateful that you're coming back. I hope you're in great spirits. The sun is shining, and I'm just hoping you're having a great week. Thank you. In the first segment, we're going to talk about their perception of your silence. In the second segment, we're going to talk about the disrespectful gene. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about response to learning as always i use these episodes as a platform for good as a platform for learning you know it's my goal to reflect and use my mistakes my failures my past my regrets you know my misunderstandings my dysfunction my confusion you know as a basis for other people to hopefully learn to grow to understand to connect the dots and you know ultimately uh, become the building block or the uh catalyst and you know maybe you solving a problem or treating yourself better or just ultimately becoming the person you want to be so let's jump in and get started right now Sometimes it's not the people who change, it's the mask that falls off. Unknown. Such a powerful quote to start off, but I think when it comes to anyone, everyone, all of us, 
we find ourselves in those situations where we feel like we're experiencing people changing before our very eyes. You know, 180 shifts in personality and just all types of things coming to the surface. And we're feeling like this person has changed, but the truth is the, this person has been in your face the whole time and the mask has come off. You know, as people, all of us, we wear a mask. We wear a mask everywhere we go because we want people to see what we want them to see. We want people to know what we want them to know. We want to be able to control the narrative of what people perceive and know about us. Now, just speaking for myself, because I'm an empath, as an empath, you know, a lot of my life, I've always been more of a mirror to a lot of people. So I mirror a lot of the parts of you that you reject, that you deny, that you don't want to deal with. So I've had a lot of challenging times in relationships, friendships, all types of things, because that's a part of my element and what I bring to people. But just in general, One of the first telltales I would say when it comes to, you know, seeing someone's true colors is one, paying attention to their perception of your silence. A lot of times we deal with people and they expect for us to, you know, speak to them, say thanks to them. A lot of times, you know, maybe they expect us to solve a problem when something's wrong. You know, when there's an issue in the friend group or in a relationship or whatever the, the uh, scenario is, people expect us to solve the problem or expect you to solve the problem. People look for you to take the initiative and figure things out. People take expect you to do all the heavy work. And if you find yourself dealing with someone who does this a lot, that seems incapable of taking the initiative, someone who seems like they they're waiting on you to do everything. You don't hear from them unless you call first and all those different things. Those are the important points to pay attention to. Another point to pay attention to, I would say, is how they react when you're silent. What do, how do they respond to your silence? Because these days I find that a lot of people are able to suffer and be alone with bunches of friends and the biggest and quote unquote warmest of families. And it's because, you know, people don't respond to people suffering. Everybody has things, everybody's dealing with stuff, but I've learned for myself that I can have different things going on, but You know, more than anything, you like to have that idea that people would speak up or sometimes want to inquire. I haven't heard from you from a few, for a few days. Is everything all right? Or every time you come around, you probably just look quiet. You know, people, you know, they'll tell me what they want to tell me. Sometimes that works best too. But it's really just a matter of how they handle your silence. Are they someone who will leave you to really just kind of suffer in silence and deal with your stuff on your own? Will they take the initiative to want to help and be there for you? Sometimes you may not necessarily want them to help through the problem that you're going through, but it doesn't hurt when they inquire and ask how things are going or how you are feeling or if they have any kinds of encouraging words or anything like that to, you know, give you a boost to help, you know, uh, give you some energy or something that you can internalize to get through the day, to get through the moment. It's also important to pay attention to them when they're silent. A lot of people have a tendency to want to sit around and sit on you know, things and stew in mess, want to hold on to grievances and 
all types of things like that, just so there can be big blowouts and drama and static contention later. And that can be so exhausting. It's so toxic. And it's not healthy for any relationship to, you know, grow and develop and change the way that it needs to. So a lot of importance is centered around silence. You know, how they perceive or respond to you being silent and how, you know what I'm saying, how they respond, how you respond to them being silent. Remember, you can do a whole lot more with silence than you could ever do talking. You see a person's true colors when you are no longer beneficial to their lives. Unknown. Again, another quote as powerful, short, and sweet. And I myself know this to be the very truth. I feel like everyone wears that mask. You know, we don't want people to see who you really are, to see the ugliness or the roughness, what you've been through, you know, and all those different things like that. But when you get to a place, and this isn't for everybody, but for most people, I think when that mask comes off, People no longer care. They no longer care about honoring your experience. They no longer care about making you feel about, you know, making sure that you feel respected or that you feel valued. You know, it's really, you know, anything goes. And it becomes some party town with no boundaries, no, you know, guidelines of what's respectful and disrespectful and all those kind of things. And it's a very important time to pay attention because it's the time when you should realize if you want to stick around. I had to get to a point where my Myself, where I realized for decades that lots of people's masks have come off and, you know, I was sitting around stewing in dysfunction and it wasn't changed, it wasn't showing any indication of change and I had to make a decision to remove myself. Another element when it comes to, uh, you know, assessing or paying attention to someone's true colors is paying attention to the disrespectful gene. It's important to pay attention to how, you know, easy, easy it is for someone to lean into disrespecting someone or hurting someone or, you know, dishonoring them or betraying them. You know, it's kind of like that example where you got the four or five friends and you got that one friend that gets into it with everybody and calls everybody bees and you know, disrespects them, call them out their name and all types of different things. And, you know, it's probably four or five friends. And, you know, this friend that got into with three of the, you know what I'm saying, three of the four friends. And you're thinking like, you know, he probably, he or she probably got into with them, but they're not going to bring that up here, you know, because I'm me and, you know, they, they know I'm not the one and all that other shit until they bring it to you. And now you have that issue. You know, when it comes to growing up and getting older and getting smarter, you have to be able to respect patterns and stop thinking you're above any kind of pattern that makes its way to you or, you know, reveals itself to you. If that person has gotten into it with, you know what I'm saying, if that person has gotten into it with three people, you're the next. A lot of us, we have friends that, you know, are sleeping with married men and married women that are cheating 
you know, other people's relationships and, you know, the side piece and all the different things like that. And I don't want to be one to judge, but at the same time, speaking for myself, I believe in karma and I believe everything comes back. And, you know, the fact that you know about this stuff and all that, one, is not a good thing. But two, the fact that this person can have issues, blatant issues of character, and you're allowing them to stick around and kick it with you. Like, I can't be around somebody that can sleep around with somebody else's person, you know what I mean? Because there is a flaw in the character somewhere. None of us is perfect, but if you would do something like that to, you know what I'm saying, to somebody else, who am I to think you wouldn't do it to me? Who am I to think that you wouldn't do something equally as you know, duplicitous or, you know, deceptive to me. It may not have to do anything with sleeping with somebody, but it could be something just as easily as underhanded or, you know, sneaky. You just never know. So another level of seeing people's true colors is paying attention to how easy it is, to see, you know, for them to disrespect somebody else, betray somebody else, dishonor somebody else, how easy it is for them to wrong somebody else, how easy it is for them to just truly be a nuisance in the lives of others, paying attention to how they treat other people, paying attention to how they treat their friends, their mother, how they treat everybody. You know, are they generally a kind person to these people? Are they usually someone that's on the end of getting into it with everybody and just having issues and this and that? What is their situation? What is their position? I've had to cut a lot of people off because I saw how easy it was for them to, you know, mishandle other people, mishandle other people's experience for them to, you know, not hear other people, for them to ignore other people's experiences and feelings and to, for them to make other people feel like crap and, you know, just all that energy, how easy it is for them to say hurtful things to hurt people's feelings. And just the idea of if you would treat people like this that you've known for years, I have no business expecting you to treat me differently. It would be dysfunctional for me, you know, to force you to be in a situation and treat me differently, treat me better than you treat all of them. You just don't want it that way. So another way to be aware of someone's true colors is to pay attention to how they treat the people around them. You know, are they generally disrespectful? Are they kind? Are they nice, peaceful? What? Characterize people by their actions, and you will never be fooled by their words. Unknown. This quote I heard this years ago, and it's definitely saved my life a whole lot when it comes to how I handle people, how I place people, just what I allow myself to deal with, because I know it's not all of the actions, but for the most part, actions have guided me a lot more than words have in the past, words have put me in a situation and put me in situations to be deceived a lot more easily because I can look into your eyes and see you tell me one thing, but you can really be deceiving me. But the actions, those, you know what I'm saying, the, your actions are dripping, stained in your beliefs, in your belief system. So what you do or don't do will tell me a lot about how you think, what you feel, and who you really are. Another part of exploring or seeing someone's true colors is paying attention to their response to learning. 
their response to learning, their ability to be a student. We are all different people here, but it is important to pay attention to who they are as a problem solver. How do they approach the issues in their life? How do they approach the issues in their mind? You know, how do they go about solving, you know, stressful situations and stuff like that? Now, you know, a lot of people probably won't always mention this one, but I do. And I do because if you're going to call someone friend or, you know, whatever situation, family, lover, whatever like that, it's important to have an idea of how they approach solving their problems. Because when you're sharing time and you're sharing your life with this person, you're going to be sharing that mental and emotional energy. And you need to know what kind of shape and position this person is in. Because if there's someone who runs from their problems, if there's someone who half-assed solving problems, looking for quick fixes, shortcuts, you know, want somebody to cut my break and just all the different things, they're going to bring that into your atmosphere. Another element when I say, you know, uh, their response to learning. In life, it's, imp it's important to be able to be challenged in this or It's important to grow and to develop and change. It's important to not be the person you were a month ago or a week ago or a year ago. If you are around someone who's committed to staying the same, the exact same person, more than likely they will hold you to the same standards of being the same person because they don't know how to do anything else. I haven't met anyone yet, really, who's committed to being the same person, but who's, who's also comfortable letting other people, letting someone else, you know, change and grow. You know, because they're not always accustomed to monitoring and managing the changes because they themselves aren't changing and they're spending all their energy trying to stay the same person, trying to stay in the same spot. So it's important to pay attention to how they feel about learning. You know, a lot of people are just out here and they don't want to grow. A lot of people don't want to be pushed. A lot of people don't want to be challenged. A lot of people don't want to change or develop. And that's okay. But you need to figure out who you are aligning with, because if you're aligning with someone who doesn't want to be challenged, who's not looking to learn from life and learn from their situations and all the different things, you have a very important decision to make. I've had to, you know, stop hanging around so many people because you have all those people who will make the same mistake. You know, life will give them the same lesson. And they will make the same mistake from January to October. And they want to talk to you about the same mistake that they keep making, or AKA the same lesson that keeps showing up in their life. And I don't know why this keeps happening to me. I don't know why these, situa these same situations keep happening to me. Because you're not learning, because you're not paying attention. Life throws ping pong balls before it throws bowling balls. You're not paying attention. And because you're not paying attention, the situations are getting more challenging. They're becoming more dire. They're getting more dramatic. Depending on the person most days, you know, you only usually get about maybe two to three times, you know, two to three strikes to talk about something that's really, really really bothering you, something that's really like stressing out of bogging you down because to me it's important for me to pay attention to how well you're approaching the problem the situation as a problem solver and as a student. And it's not necessarily about being logical, but you know, if it's if it's one of them situations where you're allowing yourself to sit stay in the same spot over and over again and you're not making any type of 
movement or growth or change with this matter. You just want to be able to call somebody to complain and spill and be toxic. And, you know, you don't want any advice about it. You just want someone else's time and energy to waste and to be toxic and stuck in the same spot. So pay attention to how people respond to learning. Pay attention to who they are as problem solvers and as students. What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment. Here in the air segment, we get down to the nitty gritty and we keep it honest, we keep it open, and we get down to the bottom of it. So let's jump in. The first letter is E. Embrace. Embrace their beams and embrace their perception of your silence. Pay attention to how they respond to you when you're silent, when you're going through things. You know, pay attention to just, you know, how they react to your silence in general. These days, a lot of people understanding that, you know, people don't need to talk to you every day, all day, you know, for it to qualify as friendships anymore. You know, we can talk maybe once, two, you know, maybe one or two times a week. And, you know, it might be cool. That might be what I need, but it may not be what you need. But respond to what happens to them when they can't talk to you every day, all day, when you're not as accessible. Because then paying attention to how they perceive your silence, how they perceive those kind of things, it'll let you know a lot about who you're dealing with. Maybe someone who may be a little codependent. Maybe someone who don't know how to be alone. Someone who, you know, for whatever reason, you know what struggling and for whatever reason. And they may try to find a way to make it your problem because you're not answering their calls or being available enough to hang or kick it or whatever like that. Sometimes you, it's important to be around people who know how to have time for themselves. You know, people who know how to have time to themselves, time with their thoughts and that kind of thing. It's also important, again, like I was saying before, to pay attention to people and, you know, how they, you know what I'm saying, their behavior. You know, paying attention to someone uh, in relationship, friendship, whatever like that. Does this person tend to wait on you to take the initiative to speak? You know, do they wait on you to schedule the hangouts, to put everything together? Do they wait on you or depend on you to solve the problems when there's an issue in the group? Do they wait on you to take the initiative to do any of the heavy lifting, heavy lifting emotionally and mentally, you know, when it comes to what needs to be done in your relationship or friendship or whatever together? Pay attention to those things because those things are vital. Moving on. The next letters are recognize. Recognize, you know, how easy, recognize the disrespectful change for one. Like I said before, pay attention to how easy it is for them to disrespect other people. Pay attention to how natural it is for them to be ugly and disrespectful to other people. Pay attention to how they treat their mom, their dad, their brothers, their sisters, their other, their friends, or whoever it is. Pay attention to how they are with everybody. Are they somebody who spends a lot of time yelling, a lot of time cursing, a lot of time just being ugly? Are they someone who spends a lot of time being sweet, kind? You know, do you get a mixture? 
who are you dealing with? Because the thing about the mask, the identity has to be consistent, but that, you know what I'm saying, that mask is going to come off. They may have people in their life who they have the mask off around. So pay attention to how they respond and how they treat everybody else outside of you. You know, that's definitely always been a good one for me to pay attention to how someone treats their friends, how someone treats their parents, and just all the different things. Moving on. The next letter, or last letter, I should say, is A. Um, accept. Accept that, you know, if you're going to have a meaningful relationship, I feel that both people need to have some type of positive response to learning. And it's important for, you know, to some degree that both of you or all of you, friends, whoever, whatever the situation is, you all need to have an idea about how to approach solving problems in a healthy, functional manner. You know, the thing that I'm finding more and more is that there are so many cliques and so many groups of friends and so many groups of this and so many relationships and all that, but no one is prioritizing solving problems in a healthy manner like that anymore. You know, it's just easy to get together in the name of dysfunction and be toxic magnets, but we don't know how to go about solving our problem or dumping the weight off so we can continue to grow and soar and sail. It's so important to pay attention to people who, you know, may react negatively to learning or, you know, paying attention to their life because if they're paying, they, they have an issue paying attention to their life and their problems and what's going on with them, they may very well have an issue paying attention to your life and your problems and what's going on with you. They may be one of those people that aren't always good at realizing when you both have an issue or where there's an issue because they spend enough time avoiding their own issues and avoiding a lot of crap in their own personal life. And when you've identified this or noticed this, it's important to take stock and, and figure out if you should stick around, if this is a place you, could, you should continue to dwell in. You know, what, is, what, what, what are we going to do there? Speaking for myself, I pride myself on being a student. So I try, you know, I try to give everything I have to learning as much as I can about my life and what's going on with me, as well as learning from other people and paying attention to other people. So... There you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. In the next episode, we're going to talk about click those heels. So you don't want to miss that. If you haven't had a chance yet, head over to Apple Podcasts and please leave a comment and a rating and let me know what y'all think about this episode. Yeah. I know I got a little tongue twisted here and there talking about that. That's because this subject, again, is very important to me. You know, other things to think about when it comes to true colors is, you know, paying attention to who people are when you are in need. Are they someone who, you know, who you can't never get a hold of, you know? Are they someone, you know, do they spend a lot of time coming to you when they need stuff? It's important to pay attention to who people are as it, you know, pertains to need. You know, how is this person when they when they have needs? How are they when you have needs? What are the dynamics that are going on? You know, because you may spend a lot of time helping them with their situations and, you know, everything that they need. But what happens when you actually need their help, when you actually have needs, when you actually have situations? Are they there to, you know, give that energy back? Are they there to make you feel secure and safe? What is the, uh, the dynamic there? 
Another thing to think about is pay attention to how people react and how people respond and how they look and what their energy is like when you discuss your desires, when you discuss your accomplishments, your achievements, you know, your future. When you discuss a lot of those things, it's important to realize who you're dealing with because that's going to tell you a lot about how people are and what they may think of you. It may tell you whether you're dealing with someone who may be secretly in competition with you or whatever. But when you talk about your accomplishments, your desires, if they feel like it's a painful situation, they're waiting for, to be over, you know, they feel like they're trying to rush you through it, you know, don't want to hear about it, seem very avoidant, that is something to be mindful of. Anyway, I want to thank y'all for supporting the Medicine Academy where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Now, to these affirmations. All that is possible is possible for me. Again, all that is possible is possible for me. And lastly, I am strong. I am enough. I am wise and I am tough. I am strong. I am enough. I am wise. And I am tough. Have a good day. Have a good evening. Have a good life. And be blessed. Later.